Virginia. William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. Sarah Tuberty, your host from Disarming Disability. Enjoy the following program on Public House Media. Hey, you're listening to Let's Hustle with Lee and Chelsea. We are two girls making our way in sales and entrepreneurship. We set out to make this podcast after entering our late 20s and realizing we were hitting a wall and felt like our lives and careers were stagnant. After expressing this feeling to countless other women, we realized we weren't alone. So each week we're bringing you real conversations with real people that are authentic, realistic, and relatable in hopes that you can grow into the best version of yourself. So strap in and let's hustle. It's Lee and Chelsea, and we have a really awesome guest today. Today we have on the podcast Lindsay Mango. She is a life coach and is amazing and has some knowledge (laughs) to drop on all of us. So, (laughs) welcome to the podcast, Lindsay. Hi, how are you guys? I'm excited to be here. Wonderful. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, So, to start off, for people who don't know you, are not familiar with your coaching style um, or how you got started, um, tell us a little bit of your background and what made you want to go in to coaching. Yeah. So I, everyone always laughs when I tell them, I actually have an accounting degree. Um, yeah, they're like, what? Um, so yeah, my degree's in accounting and I played college sports. So that was really what I was passionate about. Um, and then I was like, you know, it was like, I closed my eyes and I like picked a degree and I was like that one. Um, so after college, I just kind of felt lost and I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. I got into a sales career, um, did really well in it, but wasn't really passionate about what I was selling. Uh, and so I switched jobs and I got into a marketing job and I really thought it was like what I was going to do. And then I realized it wasn't what I wanted to do. And so I switched jobs again and that kind of went on for, gosh, like eight years after college. I I always joke. I'm like, I was like the typical millennial. Like I was a job (laughs) hopper. If you looked at my resume, I had like eight different jobs, um, all in different areas, HR, accounting. I mean, you name it, I tried it. And over time, I just started to realize that none of the jobs that were out there really felt like what I was deeply passionate about. And I couldn't really imagine, for me, I couldn't imagine spending my life at at a job that I wasn't obsessed with, that I didn't love. Um, And so that kind of inspired me to start looking elsewhere, like at different opportunities. Um, so I actually started in network marketing and I started reading personal development books, like really got into that. And I randomly met a life coach at a networking event and I was like, life coach, like, 
what the heck does she do? At the time, I was in recruiting another job that I had. And I was like, I bet she meets a lot of people who don't know what they want to do with their lives. We're going to be great referral partners. Like, this will be perfect. Um, so I meet her for coffee. And then I'm like, wait a minute, what do you do? And I just, like, start pouring my heart and soul out, like, just telling her about how I felt like I had so much potential, but I didn't know how to actually, like, translate it into my life. Um, and I walked out of that coffee meeting and I decided to hire her. And that was kind of where everything started to happen. I like after three months, I learned so much and changed so much. That is when I knew I was like, this is what I've been searching for. This is what I meant to do for women. And then I launched my business. Who was your coach? Her name is Stacy. Oh, uh, she, Stacy Smith. She actually goes by Stacy Bayman now. She hasn't gotten married yet, but she's going to soon. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So how long ago was this? Uh, how long have you been a life coach? Um, so I've been in my business full time for three and a half years now. So if this is not something you're comfortable talking about, please tell us because we can edit it. <laughs> we can yeah. cut it out. Oh, but, okay. you know, I think like the whole life coach business is incredible and it's so helpful to so many women. And I know there's people that are interested in doing things like what you're doing and it's, you know, what is, how do you become successful? What kind of income are you hitting now? And you don't have to tell us exactly, um, yeah. but like, tell us like the, the good, the nitty gritty. <laughs> tell yeah. us all the good stuff. Right. I, I mean, I'm an open book. So since I've started, my business has brought in over a million dollars. This year, my goal is to actually scale back a couple of things, really focusing on laying the foundation. So companies should hit half a million this year. And then next year, the goal is a million dollars. So, I mean, there is a lot of possible. That's like money that I never even like thought was possible, like six figures used to seem, I mean, which it is, it's an amazing accomplishment too. But like, you know, I always thought like I would make six figures and that was probably it. Um, if that, so yeah, yeah, I mean, there's tons of opportunity. There's tons of possibility. I always tell people, I mean, I coach a lot of coaches and I always tell people like anyone can be a coach and not to, I think anyone can be a successful coach. It definitely takes like work. It takes a high level of mindset. It takes just implementing this at such a high level, but I think it's possible for anyone, truly. Yeah. That's amazing. So just starting off, because I feel like coaching, you have to develop such a trust and a relationship with your clients. What was it like starting off and getting like your first couple clients? Because I'm sure that was terrifying. (laughs) Oh my gosh, totally was. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I actually signed my first client the first day I opened my business because I was doing network marketing. I had been building a brand already and building a lot of trust. And I think people were like waiting for the thing that they really wanted. So that helped that process. And I'll never forget my first like call. I was like freaking out. Um, But I think the biggest thing was, oh, shoot, I lost my train of thought. Did you say like, how how did that feel? Like building like with my first clients? Yeah, absolutely. I was totally like, I was nervous, but the thing I had to keep applying what I was teaching my clients, which is I would spend a lot of time looking at like, what do I have to offer these people? Like how much is going to change for them just in having a conversation every single week um, and like showing up and giving them the opportunity to just like talk and think and, and make themselves a priority was huge. So, um, 
I had to do my own work on the back end, which is why I had a coach, right, and handling all my mind drama about it, mm-hmm. and then really showing up to be present with them to just listen and know that I had everything that I needed to, to help them. So um, I don't know if that answers your question about trust, trust, but I think I built a lot of trust on the front end from building a brand online, and then I had to work on building trust in myself and my ability to help them. That's amazing. How do you go about like selling yourself? Because there's lots of coaches out there for lots of different things. And a life coach is incredible. How do you go and be like, hey, my name is Lindsay. I'm amazing. This is what I do. And this is what it's going to cost. And this is why. Like, how, like tell us that. Because that's really interesting to me. Is like, how do you put a price tag and how, like, knowing your value is so important? And how did you scale that to what? Because I can't imagine. And maybe, girl, maybe you did. I'm like, more power to you. <laughs> but I bet your pro- your coaching fees are slightly higher than when you first started? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so how did I, like, how did I get clear on the value? Yeah. Or? or, like, how did you stand out? I think that may be more it's, concisely. It's kind of like both of those things. Like, how did you make, how do you sell yourself? And how did you find, like, what your value is on, on, on like, a money scale? Yeah, so... I think when it comes to selling ourselves, like to other people, the biggest component is actually selling ourselves on ourselves and our belief in our own work and our belief in the results that we can help people get whatever you're selling. It doesn't matter. So I think that there was a couple of things. I think for me, a lot of times people, I say, I call it like put the cart before the horse, which is beautiful. Like had I known about coaching earlier, I'm sure I would have been really inspired to do it. And like I said, I I have a lot of people who I work with who want to be coaches. Um, But they put the cart before the horse and they're like, I want that life. I want freedom. I want to help other people. And they don't necessarily start with their own work. And so there's this gap between they haven't really used the tools to change their own life. And so there's this gap in between like, it's, it's like you have to believe in whatever you're selling. And so one of the biggest things for me was that I had hired a life coach myself and I had changed my life so drastically that that like sold me on the power of these tools, which allowed me to sell so easily. Like I didn't even feel like I was selling to other people because I was just so genuinely mind blown by this work that I just would talk about it all the time. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is what's changed in my life. This is like the perspective that I have now. I never knew these tools existed and like, look at all the results it's creating. So I think that was a huge component of it was I was just so sold on how it affected me that it was just so easy for me to talk about outwardly. And then I think the other piece is really like consistently selling yourself on that component. So something like I work with my clients on, I work in my own life is like, how is the value of what I'm offering 10 times what I'm charging and really going to work to like look for evidence of that? Because my thought is like, if one person takes one tool that I teach them Like, how is that going to, like, change the entire course of their life? And what's the value of that? So then that kind of leads me to, like, deciding on the value, right, of, like, what you're actually going to charge. 
I look at it from that lens. I'm like, what's the value of that? What's the value of them literally creating a life that blows their mind to this person? I think about what's going to stretch my ideal client. Like the purpose of a coaching investment to me is to stretch them. It's going to challenge their brain. It's going to challenge them to make themselves a priority and put that kind of money on the line. Um, And then I think the other thing is, you know, I always like to look at like over delivering and like what stretches them, but then also what's a price that I feel like is whatever I'm offering is over delivering at the highest like level where they want to keep going and they want to keep investing that they feel like they won the lottery. So that was a lot of like the kind of inner work. And then for me, when I first started, I started charging what I paid when I first started. Because I think the other thing is that was really in integrity for me because that stretched me and I, I was able to figure out a way to make that investment work. And so it, it created a space where I like understood what was going to happen in their mind when they went to make that investment. And, and so that also felt like on both sides, it made sense. Nice. How yeah. would you... How would you describe your coaching style? Because I feel like already talking to you, you are very, I think that the way that you eloquently word things is very like, I literally am just like, oh my gosh, like I feel like already like so motivated just talking to you for like 10 minutes. Um, How would you? (laughs) How this woman has like, is drop dead gorgeous, perfect skin, talks like so well. I'm just like, okay, how do I be you? Yeah. Send me the link. That's what I tell people. That's exactly it. Like we discovered the secret. We did it. I was like, I've got to stop looking at this girl's Instagram. Like, whoa. But how would you? How would you describe your coaching style to other people? Um, and how have you made it work for you? Yeah. So my coaching style is more about like helping someone self-discover. So there are lots of different types of coaches, but my style is I want to teach my clients how to be self-reliant, how to trust themselves, how to trust what they believe and like their desires, not tell them this is how you should do it. This is how you should handle it. Um, So I'm very much like my style is asking lots of questions and figuring out what's like at the root. So what's causing the problem? A lot of times as humans, like all of us, we experience the surface level problem and there's always something deeper below it that's causing the problem. My goal as a coach with my clients is to always get to that level. I want to call like get to the cause and the root so that we can change that so that it affects all of the results in their lives. Um, and so there's that. And then I think one of the biggest things, and maybe that's what you're experiencing is, is also like the possibility. I would say that's one of my greatest strengths as just like a human and as a coach is that I just see so much possibility in every single thing in every single client. And because I see it from that lens, it's people like feel like it's just as possible for them. And it helps me really like sell them on new opportunity, new possibilities for their own brain um, to see things differently and to go and pursue what they want. So I would say that is kind of like a brief-ish description of my coach's style. Yeah, I mean, do you think that's changed from like you, from when you first started or has that been? 
from clients. That was was my next question. Like sales pitch me. Like Lindsay, I would love to work with you, but you cost too much. Well, yeah. 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 Give another one. That's not what I meant. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 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 I'll answer both. Wait, which one do you want me to start with? Whatever one you want. (laughs) Okay. I think the first question was, what are the top hurdles people like have to get over in themselves? Yes. Yes. The biggest objections people give me. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Got it. Okay. So let's talk about the first hurdle, uh, like the biggest hurdles that people experience. A couple things that immediately come to my mind are our brain is literally wired to focus on the gap. And when I say that, I mean, what could go wrong? what like isn't going right how it's not gonna work it's just it's literally a protective mechanism of our mind and so i think that's a roadblock with any human i joke that our brains are like untrained children and they will just like wreak havoc and do whatever they want to do if we don't actually like train them and show them how we want them to operate so i would say that's a part of it is helping people like learn how to focus on what's going to serve them, what's going to help them create the results that they want in their life instead of having their brain automatically focus on everything that could go wrong and like that gap. Um, I think some of the other things are, two other things come to mind. I believe that every human has a lot of work to do around believing that they're enough as they are. Everyone has their own drug of choice I would say when it comes to that like I have to achieve to be enough I have to be fit and healthy to be enough I have to be smart to be enough whatever it is so I would say blocks around that are super common um because we're kind of constantly being told by society by everyone around us that who we are and what we're doing isn't enough um and then I think the last piece let me think I just lost my train of thought about that blocks enough um, I don't even remember. We'll just stick with those two. Yeah, those are big uh, ones for sure. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I just thought of it. Uh, I think the other piece is we're we're very limited in how like we tend to be very limited in how big we think. So when we're kids, we we dream really big. We think I want to be an astronaut. I want to be all these things. But over time, our brains get trained to think about what's realistic, 
what's logical and what's what makes sense. And what that does for a lot of people is it just puts a box on their life. And it's why no matter what decisions they make, they, they keep feeling like they're never getting where they want to go because they're not making decisions from like, what's possible? Like if anything was possible, what would I really want? What would I be doing? And making decisions from that vantage point. And so a lot of the things I have to do with clients is like retraining them to like, Think about the possibility, not about what's logical, what what makes sense. Um, And then for the objection, I think that was the other one, right? What are the biggest objections? Um, I mean, I think like the investment is always one of the biggest objections that people get. But my perspective on it is that price is never actually the real objection. It's always something deeper than that. Um, whenever somebody goes to make an investment in anything, the, usually the thing that's holding them back is the very thing that comes up in the process of making that decision. So I always say, I'm like, it's never actually about money. It's about the thought process behind that. So when I look at that, like what's deeper is that they don't actually, the biggest thing is they don't believe they can get the result that they want. So I always like ask people, I'm like, if you were 1000% guaranteed to make this investment and you literally like got a package and you opened it up and your dream result popped out, is there anything that would keep you from making that investment? Absolutely not. Like even if that investment was $20,000, if you knew investing that $20,000 would mean a multi-million dollar company, your dream body, your dream relationship, Like anyone I believe could find a way and they'd be like, why wouldn't I do that? That's a no brainer. But the reason why they don't is because they don't believe they are actually going to get the result. So I see it as part of my job, like in those types of conversations to close that gap because that belief is what's keeping them from creating the results that they want. Um, The other thing is them feeling like empowered. So them feeling like um, they actually have a choice, that they're capable of finding a way, right? Like usually our brain feels or like creates space where I don't, victim is such a strong word, but where we're not in control. We think like, oh, my husband won't be on board with that, or I don't make enough money at my job, or all these external circumstances are responsible for why I can't do this thing, which ends up giving all of our power away instead of really asking ourselves like, if if this is how much my mortgage was or something really important to me, how would I find a way to make this work? How would I find that money? Um, so it's also about helping them see like what's their commitment level, where are they prioritizing this investment and where are they giving their power away? Nice. Do you have a certain, do you see a trend with the types of clients that you work with? Like, are they, you know, business owners and like fitness or, you know, life coaches, what do you, I guess, like, what's your specialty if you have one? Yeah, mine is actually a little bit more broad. And it's funny, I just got off a coaching call with my, I'm a part of a mastermind, but I I coach relatively, like, it's kind of broad in that they're high achievers. They know they're meant for more. Like they've, they've tried to get results, but they don't know how to get there. They don't know how to close that gap. So I call it like in anything but average life, like they want their life to just blow their mind in every way possible. So that's like my focus, but a lot of them end up, this is going to be kind of the next phase of my business. They end up wanting to be coaches because the work changes their life so much 
that they're like, I have to put this work out into the world. So I work with a lot of high achievers who want to have an amazing life, but then they also want to have a business that's wildly successful that supports their anything but average life. So a lot of threes on the Enneagram test that you work with. Oh gosh, I don't even, I, I don't even know my own, but probably. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, what are some really fun, inspiring success stories that kind of keep you going with your clients? Oh my gosh. Um, so one that immediately comes to mind is someone that I knew since I was in kindergarten and we like, didn't really like keep in touch after college or anything like that. But Um, I remember watching her, you know, like wanting to inspire people and do all these amazing things. I ended up getting into coaching and we kind of just like followed each other and she wasn't like, she was still stuck at her job. She wasn't really creating the results that she wants, she wanted. And, um, after probably like two years, like there were many times where she got on a consult with me or got on a call with me and then she would like disappear for like six months and never like join anything. Um, but then she finally like made that commitment and within six months she had replaced her corporate salary with her coaching business. She had like moved out of of an apartment and they wanted to renovate this van, her and her boyfriend, like it, it like literally changed her entire life. Now she's traveling the country, doing what she loves, like has everything that she wants. And I just think about that a lot because if I hadn't kept asking, right? Like it took her two years. If I hadn't kept making offers, like I might've stolen that opportunity for her to create these amazing results in her life. Um, so she's one that comes immediately to mind. I'm trying to think, gosh, I feel like I've had so many different ones. A lot of that, like what, some of the things that I think of are people who are stuck in corporate jobs. Like I've had so many clients who feel stuck, who feel like they don't know what they're meant to do with their life like figuring out they want to be a coach, launching their business, creating success. And now they're just like living their life that they really want. Um, but I have a lot of clients who like have just lost weight that they've been trying to get off for years and finally like love their body or, um, you know, like find love. So I I don't know. I just, there's so many different ones, but those are the ones that come to mind. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. So looking forward to the future, I know you kind of hinted at, you know, scaling back some things, maybe like a phase two, what's something that you really want to accomplish? And it doesn't have to be anything concrete. It could, you know, be something abstract. Um, you mean like in the next, what, like year or? I hate putting a cap on time. So you can interpret that however you wish. I love that. Um, Okay, so I want to be serving, like, coaching thousands of women to be creating anything but average lives. I want to be supporting coaches who are, like, changing the world. Um, And in my mind, like, that's really, like, at the heart of it. I'm at a point now where I really have everything that I ever dreamed of having. And so it's just, like, being able to help other women create this life over and over and over again. Like that's what totally lights me up and continuing to do that for more and more women. Um, but my husband and I also like, I love business too. So we have plans of one day having a restaurant and, um, doing a not-for-profit now for these things like my main business will always be my coaching business I will constrain a lot of my energy but like I want to be involved in creating new ideas and giving back in new and different ways that's amazing I love that 
I have a question. Um, yeah. Sometimes, like, when you hear about maybe, like, MLMs or realtors or coaches, it's like the market is so saturated. So, like, say, like, this is what I'm saying people you hear, right? Like, the market is so saturated with coaches. So what do you do? Because I'm in sales. So how do you pitch that, like, yeah, there's a lot of coaches, but this is what we can do to make you stand out. Like, how – if you were to give a sales pitch to somebody who felt like they were just – one in a million of coaches, how would you pitch to them that that's not something that they're going to have to worry about working with you? Um, I just, my question would be, why do they think they're one in a million? Like my thought is there's no such thing as, as a saturated market when you like see your unique value and you know that you have so much to bring to the table. And so my thought is like, that's what we would work on. Like I never, I never think about that. And I teach my clients to never think about like, who cares if there's other coaches because there are humans that you are meant to work with. There's nobody else that is meant to work with these people. Like you have a gift to bring to the world. So it would really be about, I mean, I'm not like selling, selling you on it now, but like it would really be about, I would be really curious as to why they're worried about a saturated market in the first place and why they don't think that they would bring something unique enough to the table that it wouldn't even matter that there are a million other coaches in the world. I love that. I think sometimes when you're doing your own thing and building your own business or you're even working for corporate America, overcoming objections is so hard and you can get set into like such a rut and so I love hearing how people overcome a common thing and how like different yeah. minds work. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, thanks. What do you think you personally, what I, we love asking this question and it, cause it always yeah. sparks different answers for you personally. Such a good one. Yeah, so good. Um, I, I think it's twofold. I think my why first is to, for me and like my growth and my, like who I am and how I grow is always being an example of what's possible. Like I always want to be pushing the limits on what I'm capable of and my own growth because I think about like not to get so deep on you, but like, I think about when I get to the end of my life, like I compare it to athletics, I think a lot of things to athletics. I'm like, when I get to the end of my life, I want to look back and feel like I literally left every single ounce of everything I had to give. Like, it like makes me emotional, like to even talk about, I want to know that I gave every ounce of everything I had, like in the life that I got to live. Um, and I think through doing that, the other piece of it is, like being the example for other women to influence and help as many women as possible to do that in their own life. And I know by doing that, it will one day when one day when I have kids, like it will also inspire them to do that too. And just like, I want the world, it sounds so cliche, but I really want to feel like when I leave the earth that I left it better than when I found it and I made an impact on it. That's amazing. I know. I'm like, Oh, well, just from an outsider's perspective, I think you're doing an incredible job at that so far. Thank you so much. If you could go back and tell your younger self one thing, what would it be? Oh, I would tell. 
tell her that life really does get to be as incredible as she thinks it is and that she really was meant for something so much bigger than she could ever imagine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm like, okay. Fight <laughs> back the tears. I know. Um, so kind of near the end of all of our interviews, um, we do this thing called yoga time. Um, which yeah. is essentially, you know, at the end of a yoga class, the teacher's like, for two minutes, hold whatever pose you feel like doing or one that we didn't do. Um, so we want to give you some yoga time. Um, if you want to talk about, you know, a subject, something that inspires you that we didn't talk about. If you want to talk about a Netflix series that you're watching, you can, <laughs> this is your time. So you have a couple oh my minutes gosh. to do um, some yoga. I love that part of the yoga class, by the way. Right? Like, this is my <laughs> favorite. Like, Actually, I like the part where I lay flat. I know, on I was the like ground. child's pose. Thank yeah. you. Here. And I'm like, I just pay to lay on the ground for an hour. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that would be great. Um, no, let me think for a second. Um, gosh, I, you know, I feel like growing up, uh, being an athlete, I feel like my parents did a really great job of treating me like I was like everyone else, like, and I'm talking about when it comes to, like, women's rights and all of that, like, I never felt like I experienced where it was, like, oh, I can't do all the things that, like, men can do or any of that because my parents really did teach me that I could do whatever, whatever I wanted to do, but something that I have been really aware of recently is just paying attention to how society and our environment and, like, even my mom was a stay-at-home mom and, like, I think that's amazing. Like, I'm, like, sometimes I'm, like, how do they do that? Like, that would be really hard. Um, but I've been really paying attention a lot to just, like, how even our upbringing can create stories in our minds about how, like, um, women can't be too bold. Women can't be this way. We're supposed to act this way. We have to put everyone else above us in our lives and, and all of these things. And so, like, that's something I've just been really into recently. I'm not, like, super into politics, but I just find it very fascinating because of the human mind and what I teach. And so I just think, um, I just think it's something that I, I personally want to continue to explore, but also I think that women are truly like the ones that are going to change the world. Like when I think about what women can do, mm -hmm. it like blows my mind. It like literally gives me chills because and my husband, I mean, I'm so grateful to be surrounded by such an amazing man and family too, because he's like, he's like, I don't know how women do it. Like they have babies, they crush it at work. They crush all the tasks. They take care of everything at home. They do. And he helps a ton too, but like, he's just like, I, it just amazes me. And I think if more women could see that for themselves, like, and more women would show up and put their hat in the ring and take leadership roles in the world. Like, I just think that the world would be a different place. And I think that's so cool to think about. That is the message. That's right. amazing. I have, a, well, I have one more quick question. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yoga time usually is the end, but what sport did you play? I played volleyball. Oh, nice. Is that yeah. your favorite sport to watch? Are you a sports girl? Do you watch sports? I, it's so funny. I mean, I played competitive sports my whole life, but I don't really watch a ton of sports. I think <laughs> I'm like, I think it's because I was playing. I mean, I love volleyball. I love playing.
play. I mean, I haven't played in years, but, um, and you would never guess, like, I'm 5'4", but that's <laughs> what I picked. Um, but no, I enjoy watching sports. I enjoy, like, I appreciate athletes, like, a lot. Obviously, it's what I did, so. For sure. Yeah. I love it. I'm super into sports, and I'm super into women's sports, so I was like, yes, queen. I, I think female athletes have such a powerful mind and just have, like, a different, I mean, I think that the way they think and the way their minds work as they get older and get into careers that are not sports, I think it's so impressive and I think they're amazing. So I just wanted to ask the little question. Well, thank you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So good. <laughs> well, Lindsay, thank you so freaking much for joining us today. This has been Aww. like an absolutely wonderful conversation and I know people are going to get a lot out of the things that you had to say. And so thank we appreciate you. your time. Yes. Um, can you tell everyone where to find you on uh, the internet? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Instagram is like my jam. So connect with me on there. My handle is at Lindsay with an E mango underscore. Um, and then people can check out my program, lindsaymangocoaching.com forward slash anything but average. And I also have a podcast called anything but average. Amazing. That's awesome. Yay. Well, thank you again so much. Everyone go visit her Instagram. It is beautiful. Her posts are inspiring. I can tell you I've been following her for a while. <laughs> Just <laughs> little uh plug there um <laughs> but you. of course um but yeah thank you so much again for joining us we will be back next week with another episode of let's hustle make sure to follow us on instagram at let's hustle podcast give us a rating give us a review thank you all for listening today and we hope you have a wonderful week bye Is it time for a new heating and cooling system? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services and Carrier today and get 0% financing for 18 months on a new heating and cooling system. Get the comfort you deserve from Griffith Energy Services and Carrier. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today for this and other exclusive offers. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. hip 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 powder donut <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.